Welcome to Multiple Offers, a real estate show with competing perspectives. Today, we are talking about why New West stats are so out of line with the rest of the Lower Mainland. Put that coffee down. If you're good at something, never do it for free. Is that true? Oh, yeah, it, it's totally true. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Um, but b- before we get into what's going on with houses in New West, and we're specifically talking today about houses. Condos aren't quite so out of line with the rest of the market. Um, but what's been going on, guys? You uh, Restaurants are open. Restaurants are open. Have you gone anywhere good? Um, I went to the, the ramen place that we that did horrible timing, but they kind of soft opened. We went there together, remember? Yeah. Um, and then... AKD? Uh, is, that, is that the name of it? AK, AKD. Um, did you do sit-down service? Three letters? I did, yeah. With uh, children and friends, and we um, smashed a, a glass all over the floor. It was fun, but luckily there was, yeah, only like two tables, so it wasn't a big problem, but... Um, it was delicious. The place is amazing. Nice. Intense broth. Did, did, you get, did you get an egg in the uh, room? Yeah, the, the menu's different now. So it's a, it's a bit of a different um, uh, different menu, different choices, different broth options too. Hmm. Oh, so because when we went, they basically just had like every week they changed the menu, but there were only three items on the menu. Or, yeah. Do they have like a set menu now? A little bit more so. And, and sort of pre-designed options, more options, hmm. worth going. One of these I got days. a real haircut. Yeah, you, you were kind of angling your face and I was a little jealous. That's a little bit of a fade. Got a little, little fade on there. And yeah, that's looking nice and fresh, Matt. Well, thanks, I need Jeff. a haircut desperately. Yeah, are you gonna get one? Or are you just gonna ride this out and just, just go full 90s? Well, it's, um, it's tough, I'm considering my options. So uh, because of Rachel's immune disorder, um, we're not in phase two yet, like everybody else. Her doctor's orders were to stay in phase one for a bit longer. Um, so, but uh, where am I going with this? I have my yearly MRI and my son has a dental appointment that we put together because Rachel, after we go do that, has to quarantine for 14 days. She's gonna go stay with her parents. And I've been thinking when that happens, uh, that might be a good time to go get a haircut. That's uh, haircut day. But that's the end of the month. I don't know if I can make it. I'm also plan B thinking about just shaving my head. So don't do it. I don't know. I might get there. I mean, it'll grow back, right? <laughs> that's that's what I told myself when I did it a couple years ago. It was not well received. And you have nice lush. Oh, I, I shaved my head a couple years ago too. And I came home and my daughter just started punching me. <laughs> and, and crying so um if i do it i'm gonna have to pre-warn the kids because uh, they really freaked out last time but uh anyway this this is a real estate show so why don't we start talking about some real estate a very funny thing happened when i was looking through the real estate stats um this month and matt we had a conversation about it jer i think you were pretending but i imagine you're you're aware of this as well um, so if you were just to look at the housing market in New West, you would think the market is really, really strong. The average days on market for a house last month was 12 days. Most houses sold 1% over asking price, uh, which means most homes sold in multiple offers. And 29% of the homes that were for sale sold. And just to give people a frame of reference, 
anything over 20% is considered to be a, a seller's market. Between kind of 12 and 19%, and we're living in balanced market territory, and below that, um, prices are dropping. So, you know, if you were going to look at what's like, if, if somebody was just looking at the new West housing market and you were to say, what's going on, you'd say, oh, the market is really, really hot. Um, but when I started looking at the rest of the suburbs, the story isn't the same. So I kind of thought it'd be an interesting discussion today to talk about like, just, just sort of like, oh no, I, I remember I used a bit of tape to diffuse uh, my light over here for our video portion. Um, that's where I wrote the stats down. <laughs> but, uh, I've got them in front of me here too, so I can I can shed some light on that. I, I thought it was interesting because it, it's been quite a while since we've had in New Westminster a active, more active um, sales ratio in terms of sales ratio, but more active month for houses than we did for for condos and attached property. So I thought that was really interesting. That and it wasn't bad for condos, but it was just that. You know, there were houses were exceptionally well. Um, I thought that was that was an interesting one. Yeah, well, and and like, like the flip side, like you go out to South Surrey, White Rock, five percent of the homes that were for sale sold. Most homes were selling four percent under the asking price. Like average days on market, I don't have it right in front of me, but it's it's like twenty. It's in the twenty twenty one for where twenty one days for where, South, where? South Surrey, White Rock. Oh, okay. Burnaby and Coquitlam are both kind of average, like, you know, two or 3% negotiated off about 15% of the homes are selling. Um, it's weird. Like we're in this, this new West bubble of, uh, uh, hot little housing market. So what's going on? Did we just get there first or? The, yeah. The over ask, I mean, I mean, in general, we don't, we've got small numbers, right? Like you're looking at 20 sales in May for houses. Yep. That's a really important point. Yeah. Not a big, not a big segment there. Um, but if you're looking, you look, I mean, it's weird. It is weird that you see May going or the difference between April and May, April was a 95% sales ratio. So on average people are getting 5% off to 101. And I think that might just be skewed by a couple, maybe sharply priced homes. Yeah. Small sample, sharply priced homes. Yeah. Uh, maybe the numbers guy to the left of me knows, uh, can shed some light on that part. Well, I think part of it, I noticed a few of the houses that sold that month had dropped their price. Uh, so we see that happen. Sometimes you, you change, you drop your price and you relist. So it's a fresh listing. So it goes from being 30 days on market to zero mm -hmm. and they drop price by 50,000 or a hundred thousand. And that price drop was enough to get an instant sale at virtually full price. So they found the sweet spot for where the market had an appetite. So it skews the numbers a little bit that way. Um, but regardless, I mean, what we see is that there is an appetite there for houses in, in a pretty wide price band too. But when the seller gets an understanding or the agent of what the market's willing to pay and they go there, the market's willing to play ball. Yeah. And, and that's something that I think is, is unified across even the places like South Surrey, for example, 4% negotiated off on average, uh, only 5% of listings sold. Like at 5% of listings sold, one, one thing that... Um, Realtors will sometimes do is, is look at uh, what's called months of inventory, which is, okay, if you stopped having any new listings now, how long would it take to sell out of what's currently on the market? And this is a good in indicator of how well the market is doing or poorly it's doing. 
in South Surrey, White Rock, it would take 12 months to sell out of inventory right now, which is insane. That is way too much inventory for what's going on. 21 days average days on market doesn't line up with that at all, um, which I think goes towards Matt's point about, you know, if you price it right, the buyers are there. That's true in, in all the markets. Everything had under a month average days on market, which means the buyers that are out there that are buying properties, um, when something's priced right, they'll jump on it, which is, is weird for a, a balanced market. Like the rest of the stats don't line up with that. Yeah, the other issue too, when you get into that is, is price bands. So sometimes you can be really active in New West. Usually our sweet spot is around 1.1 million. Yeah. That's where families tend to really jump on a house if they feel it's going to fit for them as a reasonably long-term home. Yeah. Um, the weird anomaly though, is that we've also had fast and reasonably high priced sales up around $2 million. Right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that came from because there was a time, even over the last couple of years after we really peaked, that it was really hard to find a buyer who'd come into New West and spend over 1.8. Yeah. These people just put them on the market and they just sit there. I, and that's, I, that's, I, that's up. Something that's going on too with what Jeff's referring to. You're looking at South Surrey, you've got some high-end luxury homes that are like over and above what some of the average houses are in Surrey would be. Um, like you look at, like bringing it back closer to home, you're talking about Burnaby. Um, you've got 251 detached homes on the market. And those, a good chunk of those numbers are in the 200, you know, $2 million and up range that's creating your 14% sales ratio. Because if you actually look down below, there's some decent numbers too in the, the sub 200 range, their sales ratio, like those price bands are fairly active, but I think they're being, being brought down in, in May in Burnaby because of the, the just excess inventory. Um, like over you, 2 million, over 2 million. Like there's a ton of, ton of luxury product just sitting there and that's, that's messing up these numbers. That's in my opinion. I, yeah. I think that's across the board. Um, and, and one thing that I was kind of curious about too is, you know, in, in condos, there's more of a reason to move, right? Like you outgrow a condo much quicker than you outgrow a house. The, the reasons you sell a house are, I mean, some people outgrow it and want an even bigger house, but more often than not, it's downsizing or a change of job, or you're, you've decided to move to a different neighborhood for whatever reason. Um, I don't think you're getting a lot of people who are just like, okay, well, the pandemic hit and as soon as that's over, I'm going to I'm going to sell my house and upsize and like every, I don't know about you guys, but the few downsizers I was talking to before COVID hit, all of them just full stop. They're like, yeah, we'll just wait. Like no big deal. Like nobody needs to downsize or some people do, but it's very rarely that you're like, okay, I have to downsize right this second. And the more expensive those houses get, the more, you know, they, they're not affordable for people. And the more you see a, tr a transition where, where younger buyers or young families, let's say, um, are changing their mind and saying, you know what, I, I've given up on the idea of having a yard and four walls that aren't attached to anyone um, in, in, my, in my neighborhood or in my area. I think, I think if to answer the original question you posed to start the show, Jeff, like why is New West different than all the surrounding communities? I think Jeremy has really illustrated it here with that Burnaby example that New West is really unique in that we don't have a segment of our community that has 
house prices that are disproportionately a lot higher than all the rest. Like we don't have a neighborhood in town that has four or $5 million houses. Right. But Coquitlam does. Burnaby does. Port Moody does. Yeah. White Rock does. White Rock does for sure. Yeah. Right. So that, that distorts the numbers. And so, so I guess it distorts new West numbers because we don't have that. Our top end is $2.2 million. I, I would challenge, like, I, I think that's a factor for sure. And I think Jer's point about the numbers being smaller and it's easy to kind of, the numbers to get like a few sales can kind of skew our numbers more than other places. Um, but something I would challenge, like, um, clearly I just did a market evaluation on a house on South Surrey because I keep talking about it. But um, so even at 5% of home selling or 12 months of inventory, if you take out the higher end stuff out of the South Surrey market, you're still looking at about seven months of inventory, which is that balanced market territory. Like even taking the high end out, it's still nothing close to the, like new West was a hot market last, last month. It was, but my experience in a lot of that South Surrey area is that there's a lot of people who want to get North of 1.5 million and push closer to 2 million. And even 1.3 is kind of where they want their bottom end to be. So, so rather so, than 1.1. Yeah. I'd, I'd say like when I'm talking about seven months, that's anything under 1.25 and under. Okay. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, in new West 1.25, that's a, that's a good little home, right? Like that's not the most amazing home ever, but that's something you can move into. You don't have to do a ton of work. Like that's, um, that's a real, it's weird to say this cause we're talking about $1.25 million, but that's a very comfortable house number for people moving into. Yeah. For a lot of people. And I wonder if just being that far out in the suburbs, it changes people's uh, mentality around that. Whereas at least in your new West, you're like, well, I can maybe go down to look at, we're going to do a one car family from here. One person takes sky train does it this way you know electric vehicle is really feasible because it's not like a super like long distance commute and maybe that changes the demand right um but it's still I, like i won't i won't suggest that 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 new west isn't obviously different here of course it is um and there's a lot of inventory out there in other communities for some reason something clicked in new west and we don't exactly know what it is because i i relate it to the fact that right now in new west where we're not selling is between like 600 and 800,000. Um oh, man, yeah, what is up with that price point? Like I I have a listing in that price point. I was like, "Don't worry, 2 months ago stats, that's probably an anomaly." And then it got worse this month. <laughs> like Yeah, and I think it kind of speaks to like the person who maybe steps up and buys that house out further in the suburbs for 1.2 or beyond is that the person who's buying between six hundred and eight hundred thousand dollars for the most part is a couple who are young professionals they're probably in the early stages of being established in their career they know what their income is or at least what it was and it's time to step up and maybe get that first property because it's been a while and they've been waiting they haven't bought a condo and they're gonna buy one for 650 or they bought an entry-level condo before and now they're going to move up something like that but i think of those people and I wonder if they feel like they have job security right now. Yeah, that's a good, that's a very good point. And I, I will say uh, my townhouse listed at six ninety nine. Um, I don't, I wouldn't guess that most of the people coming through are first time buyers. I think almost all of them are moving up. Um, but 
other than that, everything you described fits them exactly to a T. The, the most common person who comes through that door, two young professionals, most of them have kids, very little, like ages like one to three. And yeah, I, I, you know what, Matt, I hadn't thought about that, but um, I think job security probably, probably plays a big part in that for sure. A little bit, a little bit of waiting and watching right now going on, uh, it seems. Um, how, how does the, you're, you got Surrey on the mind here. So uh, do you know off the top of your head what the um, difference between inventory for May right now versus last year? Um, I don't know, but I, I think I had it up on one of my screens here. Just it seems like if you kind of look uh, while you're while you're looking it up, I'll just keep talking. Um, yeah. it, it seems that they, for the most part, and I'm looking at sort of Burnaby down, um, that were like, you know, 25, 30 to 40 or more percent lower. Yeah. Than we were last year. So we're still kind of, I know you talk about the, like, how much supply do we have if there were no more sales? I never really look at that number. Um, I, yeah. it, just for whatever reasons, it's just not common practice for me. I, I take it from a bit of a different, different lens. Yeah. Um, but uh, it just seems like across the board there, we're still on a very low inventory. So, yes. Yeah, so South Surrey has had a surplus of inventory compared to us all year. Like look, looking at a year ago, um, it was about 10 months of inventory. So a year ago, their housing market was in a pretty tough spot too. Are they changing? Are they changing that, like that, the way that you're looking at it, are they changing that based on how much demand shifts in a given month? Yeah. Like, is that just, I don't understand. It seems really general. So I just maybe tell me more about how that works. It, it's just sort of an easier way to grok the sales ratios. Like sales ratios, for us, we just kind of know like, oh, 20% over is good or whatever, but it, it's a much easier mental picture. Um, so a lot of times when I'm talking to people who don't immerse themselves in real estate, I'm talking about months of inventory just because when you explain it, it's very easy to understand like, okay, how long would it take to sell out? And the, the formula is really simple. You just take the number of listings that are available in a month and you divide it by the number of sales and that's how many sales they get per month. And then you, you look at that and that's how, how long it'll, it'll take, right? It's just another way of looking at sales ratios, but a, a straight percentage, there's nothing tangible if you're not immersed in real estate to kind of wrap your head around. Yeah, by putting it in number of months, it gives people an idea when they say, well, how long would it take my house to sell? That's where the formula began, right? How long yeah. would this take? And it's like, well, only six houses sold last week or last month, and there are 60 for sale. Totally. So if we keep clipping away at six per month, and we've talked about this before on the show of how are you going to be one of only the six that sell? Totally. Yeah, a hundred percent. And the, the other thing is like, I always talk stats because I'm a bit of a stats geek with clients. And we look at if we're not, if we're talking sales ratios instead of months of inventory, now you're talking about what percentage of homes sell, but you're also talking about what percentage of list price to sale price are homes selling for. And it's just, it just feels awkward to be like, okay, ex like there's too many percentages. It's, it's just a little bit uh, much to be like, okay, expect to sell for 96%. Like 29% of the homes will sell for 96%. Like it's just, it's just a little. I just, uh, I just pulled up Poco as I'm, po Poco yeah. problem as I'm scrolling down and it's, it's even more interesting there. Well, Poco was good, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really good. But, because but yeah, houses like are 1.1. 1 
yeah. crazy, crazy good. They just burned off a bunch of inventory. They were down to like 62, um, with 30 sales, like 47% sales ratio. So one in two chance of selling. Um, but also like what Matt was, was saying, selling over asking on average there too. Uh, no, 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 no. There oh, people were buying them cause they were a good deal. Interesting. 95% huh. in April of listing price. Yeah. 96% in May. So people are getting just scooping up houses for, for a good deal, but their inventory is extremely low or at yeah. least was as of when the stats came out at the end of May. So one thing I'm curious what you guys think about is do you think new West will continue to be an outlier or is this a blip? I've got no, uh, no predictions. I of, see it continues. Today. What's that? I think it continues because as long as we provide inventory in the right, price bands and that's priced fairly, which it seems to be, I think people will keep buying into it. And it's easier for a buyer's agent to give their client advice to go ahead and buy when there's recent history that shows that someone else is willing to do that same thing. Yeah. So, and I, the way I really relate to that is we're talking about the stats from May, but what's already happened to this month in June is there was a listing in Sapperton for 1.1 and it sold for 1,230,000. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So they're following the May trend and they said, we're on board. We're not just on board. We're not hitching our, our cart to the back here. We're we're jumping to the front of the line. Yeah. I, I think if I was going to make a prediction, I think there's a better chance that everybody else catches up to new West, that Burnaby and Coquitlam, like the suburbs that are all kind of in our area. I think their stats are going to be better. I think the next 60 to 90 days, um, my guess is the market's going to be pretty good. After that, you get into like, oh, are people going to get worried? Like what Jared was talking about, about, oh man, I'm still not back to work and I got I to gotta start paying my mortgage again soon. Like we could, I think after 90 days, we might see a, a bit of a flood of inventory, but I, yeah. I think summer is going to be very active. Well, I, I agree. We're expecting a lot of activity. I think a lot of that stuff is going to go go well and I, momentum should build on top of itself. And this, this gap where we talked about 600 to 800,000 should start to fill in as yeah. the entry level product is really getting snatched up. Uh, we and talked it, last it week. Is. Like, yeah. Like, so last week we got eight offers on our property for $500,000, right? Now, um, did it, did it go firm yet? It did. Yeah. 530,000. And and how much were you asking? Five hundred or ninety nine? So thirty thousand over asking. Yeah, that's so fantastic. To come back to your original question to me though, Jeff, like does this persist? My one curiosity is around uh, obviously the mortgage and CMHC. So the announcement this week was that CMHC is going to make it tougher to borrow, and they're going to lend you less money. Um, yeah. However, the other mortgage insurance company in Canada, Genworth, has said, we don't want to do that. And as yeah. long as they're allowed to not do that, they'll fill in that need, that demand in the marketplace, and it won't hurt us. But if the government forces Genworth, this other insurance company, to do the same as CMHC, it will reduce the lending power in the marketplace. And it could slow down this bottom end, the entry level of the market, which is a, setting the foundation to drive all of the market for the next several months. It's such mixed messages because at the same time, CMHC is putting out there, the market could drop 18% in prices and we're tightening up to get ready for this huge correction we predict is coming. Interest rates dropped. Like big time dropped. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, but that's why they're creating these policies because they're worried the interest rates are so low that they're they're borrowing yeah. or they're, they're lending too much money. Almost yeah, like they almost like they forgot about the stress oh, test. Right? Oh, sorry, what? What, Jeff? Oh, just if it counteracts each other, right? Like, oh man, it's harder, but we're also making money way cheaper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have they have they forgotten that we already had the stress test in place for for everyone? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. So that's my big concern is what happens if Genworth is forced to do this, it could reduce some of the buying power in the marketplace. Um, without that, now it's created fear too, that's going to have some people watch for the next several weeks. But generally the sentiment has been a lot of positivity and growing momentum in the market. And like you said, Jeff, the next 60 to 90 days, very, very telling. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. So yeah, cool. Well, um, thanks for chatting. Did we break it all down? What's that? Did we, Did we break it, it all down? I, well, let's let's do the same thing for condos now. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we got time, no? <laughs> no, that wasn't the show title, Jerry. You can't just change the tune that. in. Tune yeah, in. We, next, we can next talk week. condos uh, in the next few few weeks. Maybe next next week. I, I don't know uh, if we've got anybody maybe, lined up guest wise. Maybe when we we've, we've got some information to say because it just there's some it kind of feels a little weird right now. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, um, anyway, guys, uh, I hope you found that interesting. If you want to get a hold of Matt or Jer, you can reach them at thenewwestguys.com. If you want to get a hold of me, Jeff, I'm at realestatenewwest.com. Thanks a lot. Bye. Goodbye.